This is the EWN Podcast Network. Welcome to Late Boomers, our podcast guide to creating your third act with style, power, and impact. Hi, I'm Kathy Worthington. And I'm Mary Elkins. Join us as we bring you conversations with successful entrepreneurs, entertainers, and people with vision who are making a difference in the world. Everyone has a story, and we'll take you along for the ride on each interview, recounting the journey our guests have taken to get where they are, inspiring you to create your own path to success. Let's get started. I'm Kathy Worthington. Our guest today on our Late Boomers episode is Maricela Abasta, a mental health advocate, life strategist, and hypnotherapist whose company is called the Life Empowerment Academy. And I'm Mary Elkins. Maricela is on a mission to stop suicides and revolutionize the mental health community by empowering women with the truth about anxiety and depression and how to cure it. Welcome, Maricela. Thank you so much. I'm so excited to be here. Thank you for being here. Great to have you. Can you share with us a little about how you grew up and came to discover the path you are on now? Absolutely. Wow, we're going to go really far back, aren't we? Um, So I actually grew up, I was raised by a single mom. I grew up in a turbulent home. Uh, constant chaos. Uh, it was a challenging home. There was uh, abuse. There was domestic violence, um, alcoholism. It was, um, it was, yeah, it was a challenging home. Um, and unfortunately, because of that upbringing, I found myself in my early twenties uh, in a in a in a, in a depressive in a depressive state in my early twenties. About twenty twenty one is when I started to really feel depression. Um, and I lived with it for about four years. By the time I was 24 is when I really started, uh, I became clinically depressed. So for about a year, they put me on uh, disability. I couldn't work. I couldn't finish school. I had two little girls at the time, four and five years old. Um, and I just, I lived uh, in the depths of a suicidal depression. By the end of that year, um, of the fourth year of being depressed, I just, I, I didn't want to breathe or feel anymore. Um, and I just fell into a deep hole. Um, but by the grace of God, I, I was able to find a mentor and pull myself out, learned what depression and anxiety really was and the solution to it and um, applied it to my life. And I've been in that uh, healing journey since then. Um, I've been depression-free, anxiety-free. Now I'm going on about 24 years. I'm 49 now. So uh, Wonderful. Yeah. <laughs> Wow, I've been, and I've been teaching it for the last ten years um, uh, in my business. I've been teaching women the process to be able to overcome um, and um, overcome anxiety and depression. Yeah, I, I'm hoping you can tell us about it. Um, on that note, uh, did you have any other businesses before you founded the Life Empowerment Academy? Yeah, definitely. I actually was a realtor for 15 years. Um, once I pulled myself out of the depths of depression. Um, I got into the real estate business. Uh, so I was in service, mortgage servicing, title escrow. And then I jumped into real estate and I sold real estate for 15 years. Uh, loved it. It was exciting. 
Um, and then the market crashed and went to hell, hell in a handbasket. <laughs> uh, and so it, that was 2008. In 2013 or 2014, I decided to retire. It was, uh, it was not an environment that I was enjoying anymore. It wasn't fun for me. And um, I think I got burned out. So um, I had already started. So in 2010 is when I started this business and started, uh, God brought me this idea of like, you're going to share this message with the world. It's time to uh, spread the word of, you know, um, that anxiety and depression is, is curable. So uh, in 2010 is when I started uh, the Life Empowerment Academy. Actually, it was originally the Life Empowerment Trainings because uh, I had to do workshops and, and trainings and uh, one-on-ones, on, one lunch and learns. Uh, so ultimately it was uh, the Life Empowerment Trainings. But uh, now I have an online academy, the Life Empowerment Academy, and I teach uh, from there uh, through a course on how to overcome uh, anxiety and depression. So yes. Wonderful. I and how do you begin when you're working with a new client? Well, the, the first, it just really depends on how, uh, where in the uh, emotional uh, state they're at. So some clients, it's just like, here, give me the tools, the answers, the strategies, what I need to do. But the very first thing that I like to do is just sit and listen, listen to their story, listen to how they've been suffering, listen to where they're at, um, listen to what they've done. What I have found over and over, over and over is um, people, and mainly, I mainly work with women. I have coached some men, uh, but I mainly work with women. And what I've found is that they've come to a point where they've done everything the doctors have told them to do. They've taken all the medication, they've gone to therapy, uh, things just, they're still struggling. Um, and they just, they're, they're looking for answers and solutions. And uh, I tend to find those people when they're at that point, which is fantastic, because that means they're ready to do what, it, what they need to do to, to create change. And, um, and so I, that's where I really start is that, is just kind of gathering the information and um, knowing which way uh, to take them um, as far as um, where they're suffering. Sometimes the first session is just a crying session of just the floodgates. You know, finally they have someone that is gonna listen to them or, or you know, give them answers. Uh, and sometimes it takes a little bit longer to open people up. They know they want change, but you know, they're maybe they're afraid of, of the, the, the unknown. Um, and so they're a little closed off. So it just, it really depends. That sounds like a, a class or a, a, the part of the academy that any one of us can use for any reason at all. And I love the way you use the word empower as an acronym. Can you describe how each letter becomes a teaching tool? Definitely. Um, I recently um, went through a rebrand. So this Empower came out of a, um, um, I had someone that was helping me, you know, set up my course and do all that. And she just, she helped me put this acronym together. It was just so, so perfect. So uh, Empower. So um, ultimately what I teach people is how to live an empowered life. Uh, an empowered life is living intentionally, consciously, and always knowing why you do what you do what you're suffering from, how it works, getting down to the core of it, and then learning how to overcome it from that point on. I believe anything is fixable. Anything is healable, almost anything. Sometimes there's uh, mental illnesses that are physiological, biological. There's just things that um, there's a deformity in the brain or there's uh, you know something that, you know, schizophrenia is one of them, dementia, Alzheimer's. Those are the ones that, you know, probably not, not good for my academy, but, um, Ultimately, so E, E is for empower. Um, empower yourself with the answers and solutions to overcome anything that isn't serving you. 
if something isn't working, it's super important to understand it and be able to make decisions, better decisions from there. Um, M is make, and uh, I made a, a little uh, change there. So make, make educated decisions to live intentionally, uh, knowing why you do what you do and curing anything that ails you. And I think when we make decisions from an educated perspective where we're understanding and not taking someone else's um, understanding or training, not lived experience, but taking someone else's training um, and then implementing it without educating yourself first, I think that's where we just fall into this, this pit of despair because we're not making educated decisions. So P is to program. Program your brain to start living life again. And the way you do that is using neuroplasticity. Um, what I teach comes from two parts, psychology and neuroscience. Um, I didn't know it at the time when I was going through my, my transformation. I did know that psychology was a part of it because I was learning my mentor, and what, um, who I was learning the process from, uh, was a psychologist. So I knew it was grounded in psychology. But the other two components, um, not until I started jumping into this business and trying to understand how I got to where I was so that I could teach it, did I find that it was through neuroplasticity and neuroscience. So uh, that was super, super exciting. So the O in empower is overcome. So overcoming anxiety and depression because it's curable. Not many people believe that. So I still get people that challenge me on it. I invite them to let's have a conversation, but I think the fear of, oh my gosh, it's been curable all along and I didn't know it scares them. But um, overcoming anxiety and depression is curable. So the O is for overcome. W is for the wellness. Wellness strategies founded, and I shared this a little bit with you already, founded in psychology and neuroscience uh, to permanently heal mental illness founded, um, only found in the Life Empowerment Academy. So we don't realize that if you do these three things, so I teach three parts to this, to the process that I teach. If you do these three things together, that's where transformation begins. But if you do them separately, you're not gonna have a powerful transformation or change the direction or create a new identity, um, a new you that you wanna create. And so it's really important to understand the wellness strategies um, that I teach. Can you tell us what the three things are again? Absolutely. So the three parts is the first part is mastering your mind and your emotions. So when we don't master our mind, we allow our thoughts to control us. We allow our thoughts to tell us what we are. You're not smart. You're, you're this, you're that. You don't deserve happiness. You don't deserve joy. You don't deserve a peaceful home. And so by those thoughts that come in and it's those ne it's that negative self-talk that we have that we've programmed in our mind, my negative self-talk was in my mother's voice in Spanish <laughs> when I first started this healing journey. And so mastering the mind, controlling those thoughts, changing them to a positive, doing a pattern interrupt. So there's some NLP involved in that. Um, number two is reprogramming the old programming. So the old programming comes from when we were children, usually from zero to seven years old, we're already started our, our program of I don't deserve this. I'm, I'm not strong. I'm not powerful. I'm not brave. I'm not this. And so um, reprogramming is using their neuro neuroplasticity by using proper affirmations, the right affirmations, the I am's and I deserves um, are super, super important in that process. And then the third is clearing the subconscious mind, healing your past traumas and healing um, um, the emotionally, emotionally uh, charged events from our past. So some people say, I don't have traumas, but they have emotionally, emotionally charged events from their past. Or people say, I don't know what emotionally charged events are. 
their traumas. So all those little things that have developed, you know, created who, who we are um, by going back and healing that subconscious mind, processing those emotions, expressing the anger you felt when you were five years old and you were left at kindergarten. My true story, my, my daughter, uh, she's 28 now, but she's like, I remember the day you left me at kindergarten. You forgot about me. And I thought, did I forget about you? No, it was just that I was running a little bit late, but she, her 10 minutes was like five hours. Um, so processing those, mm -hmm. those traumas, those, those emotionally charged events, that's the three-part process uh, that I teach in my academy. That's lovely and it's, it's fabulous and and it's it's interesting you were talking about your daughter because i wanted to ask you about your family and how you managed oh you had one more thing yeah yeah because the e and the sorry no oh, I'm, I, we got off of the empower i'm, I'm sorry <laughs> yeah we did the three things and we forgot the e and the r yeah you I'm might sorry. have to pull me back it's my fault oh that's okay let's hole. do that um, so the last two are the e is evolve um, from feeling out of control to being in control. And so right now people tend to be feeling like they're out of control. They, they don't know what's going on, how to handle it. Things. So then you're gonna actually be in control and be able to, um, to overcome uh, and take control of your emotional and mental and emotional well-being. And the R is for resilience. And resilience, as we all know, is the, to quickly overcome life challenges. But what, I, what is crucial in that is that you do that with confidence, clarity, and courage. So an empowered life um, li they live their life with confidence, clarity, and courage. And so though, that's, that's my acronym, Empower. So yes, I'm ready. What was the next question? Oh, excellent. <laughs> I love it. Uh, tell us about your family and how you manage your time raising kids and counseling clients. And how, how, do, you, how do you juggle that? Absolutely. So that's where the clarity comes in, having a, a clear and focused mind. Um, and I do teach how to do that in the, in my course, but, um, so I have five children. My oldest is 28, 27, 22. Um, I have a 16 year old, a daughter and a, um, 12 year old son. So my two older ones are girls. And then my middle one is a boy, my 22 year old. And so three are out of the house they are adults already. So I just have the, the last two left at home. Um, I've been married to my husband, uh, oh gosh, almost going on 30 years. We're retired military, so we were a military family for 22 years. We retired in 2014, I think. But um, so how do I handle that? Oh, I forgot the most important part. I have a four-year-old grandbaby. So oh, uh, yeah. my little joy right now. Um, but the way I handle it is by making sure that I have clarity, like making sure that I use my tools and resources of brain dumping, you know, doing my to-do list. I have a Google calendar that I live by. Um, you know, everything is scheduled. We're actually going to be going on vacation soon. I just, I live very consciously, very intentionally. Um, everything that I teach, I live. So everything that I teach people, I'm do, I still do in my own life. There's times where I do need to write a healing letter because of something that came up when I was five, which recently happened, by the way. Um, oh. you know, I do, um, sometimes I have to go through a reprogram. I recently went through a reprogram to uh, get rid of an old money story that I had from growing up. You know, I was raised by a single mom who struggled to financially support us. And so it created, you know, a money story. And so... Um, so what I teach is what I live by. So I, I think for me is making sure that I have balance and that I have, um, that I'm living fully present and fully focused. And if I'm not, if I'm overwhelmed, then I pull one of my strategies or my tools from my toolbox 
and I quickly overcome it. I don't sit in overwhelm. I don't sit in stress. I don't sit in, in, in sadness. I don't sit in anything that keeps me. I process it, I express it, and I move it. So I do like EFT tapping. So I have other holistic strategies uh, that I also teach. Um, yeah, we um, interviewed someone about tapping, and now I'm using it too. Yeah, as, as I am as well. That's fantastic. <laughs> oh, gosh, it's so it's a, such a powerful resource. I, I, it doesn't work for me to go to the past. It only works for me that I've experienced um, to do if I'm presently feeling stressed out or I'm angry, I'm sad or I'm hurt. If it's something that I'm currently feeling, I'll do an EFT tap. Um, <laughs> yeah, so it's not uh, I don't use it to process past uh, childhood emotions. Um, I use them only to, to do current stuff. So uh, you mentioned, you mentioned something that I wanted to refer back to. You said a healing letter. Is that something you write yourself to yes. yourself? Absolutely. So no. So the healing letter process, um, I, I got it from, uh, so that was the number one thing that I learned when I was in this suicidal state, the day that I found this mentor, I actually thought I had killed myself. I, I thought I had woken up from a sleep. Um, and I couldn't move my body. And I thought I had, I, cause the last thought I had before I fell asleep was that I just didn't want to breathe anymore. I didn't want to feel, I would take my kids to school, come home, set my alarm and then sleep until it was time to pick them up. That was my way of dealing with depression. I just slept all day long and that, you know, that's an addiction. We can get into that another time, but, um, that was my form of addiction was sleep. Um, but, um, when I found this mentor, um, that day that I, that I had killed myself. It's it's a cool story, but I'll share it maybe another time. I don't know if we have time here, but um, in this book, it was through a book that I found by John Gray. His name is John Gray. He wrote the Men Are From Mars, Women Are From Venus book. But prior to that, he wrote a fantastic book called How to Get What You Want and Want What You Have. And in that book, he teaches a healing letter process. That healing letter process is what I did two times a week for a year to process and express my emotions. And so the letter has three parts. In the beginning, the letter has three parts. You write out what you felt using 12 core emotions. You write out, I'm so angry that you did this. I'm so angry that you talked to me that way. I'm so angry, I'm so angry to whatever the situation was. And then you go down three or four levels of emotion. And then you use some other entry keywords. He even shares in there how to write the healing letter. And then the second letter is from the person. So for instance, if I wrote a healing letter to my mom, even though my mom will probably never say what I hope she would say, you write the healing letter back to yourself saying what you wish she would have said. It's okay, my love. I'm, I'm so sorry that I hurt you. Whatever it is, whatever words you need to use, even though my mom probably would have said, you're just crazy, you stupid idiot kid. Or you know what I mean? Like that, that was her language to me was, you know, I was this uh, a dumb, dumb idiot. But, um, and then the, that's the second letter. You tell yourself what you want to hear. And then the third letter is you responding and saying, thank you so much. I now understand that this wasn't my fault. I understand that you just didn't know what you were doing. I forgive you for what you've done. Thank you so much. Um, so the, the book gives you the step-by-step -step process on how to do it. I actually teach from the book. Uh, everybody in my course has to purchase the book. Uh, I'm not going to rewrite uh, rewrite something that's already so perfectly done. So John Gray. Can you mention it, oh, you were just going to do it. Mention his name again. Yes, yes. John Gray, G-R-A-Y. Mm -hmm. And uh, again, he wrote the Men Are From Mars, Women Are From uh, oh. series. Um, but he wrote this book initially. He actually wrote this book because his brother committed suicide. Oh. Um, and he, his, his, him, John Gray was a monk for nine years. 
and God told him to come and get into psychology, learn. And as he started learning, he was able to put this together to help people with, with, uh, with suicide. So it, it was perfect timing for me when I found this book. Yeah. Wow. Well, yeah. Um, tell us more about how your life empowerment academy works. Do you start each client with hypnotherapy, um, healing letters? Um, what? Very cool. Yes. No. So my life empowerment academy, I only open it um, every eight weeks. So right now it's a, a six week process, but I've, I've narrowed it down to now doing it in four weeks. Um, actually, I'm going to give people two options. You could do it in the four week, learn a, a module every week, or you could do it in a one weekend. I'm going to do it for a four to six hour workshop style. Uh, and then, you know, they, they learn from there, they stay in the community. So I hosted it not on Facebook. I hosted it in a private community uh, where I teach the modules. Um, we do our mastery calls. And, um, and then there's a community where they can post comments and questions and, and I'm in there. But so ultimately everything is laid out in perfectly in a module form. Um, I do teach them how to heal the past, which is the healing letter process. I teach them how to reprogram the old programming and I teach them um, the, uh, how to master the emotions. I teach them how to have clarity, how to have courage and how to, uh, how to build confidence. Cause when I was in the depths of it, I was self-loathing. I had no confidence and no self-esteem. Uh, and so I, I, the way I teach it is from the very, very simple. Cause people tend to be already overwhelmed by the time they come to me. Um, so everything is very strategically put, but yes, I do teach that entire process in a four week course. Um, and then I've just now opened a membership because I, people are saying, Hey, I, I need more support. How can you help me? I, you know, I learned this process and how can you continue to help me? So I've actually taken away, I used to do one-on-one -on -one coaching. I don't do that no more. I only teach people through the life empowerment Academy, through the, through the course, um, and, um, and through the membership, uh, once they go through my course, they go into a membership and that's where I support them. Uh, to to master what they've learned. And should new clients contact you through your Instagram? Because uh, yes. with the link tree on there. And if they don't, why don't you spell your name for the website? Yeah, definitely. So um, as far as hypnotherapy, that's what I forgot. So I actually oh. don't do oh. hypnotherapy outside of my course anymore. So I had been doing hypnotherapy and I was finding that if they were doing hypnotherapy, but they weren't learning how to create a new identity, they were still stuck. So I can help with the hypnotherapy and pull some uh, emotional blocks, you know, out of the river of life, we get some boulders. So I do, uh, you know, help them pull some boulders out, but that's just not all you need. You need the whole package. And so I actually only offer hypnotherapy sessions in my course uh, now. So uh, that's, uh, that's what I do. But yeah, so to, to find me, um, you can go to, uh, you can actually Google Marcella Abasta, uh, M-A-R-I-S as in Sam, E-L-A, Abasta is A-B-A-S-T-A, um, and you'll find all my social medias, but the best way to find me would be going to my Instagram. I have a link, a link tree link in my bio, and you can either schedule a call, you could learn more about me, learn more about uh, the Academy. I'm going to be opening uh, my next session for the Life Empowerment Academy is July 1st. Um, so I'm just finishing. Uh, today actually was the last day of my last course or the last class that I had. Uh, so on July 1st, I'll be opening it again. I want to offer it every eight weeks because some people are, you know, online um, uh, businesses, they 
tend to only open it for, you know, two times a year. And I just, I'm trying to reach over a hundred thousand women in the next five years to empower you to teach them. And so that they could also teach their communities what they've learned so that they could go on and empower the world. That's the only way we're going to stop suicides is by empowering ourselves, empowering the people around you, teaching them what you know, you know, then they start learning it. Then they start doing it. Then we're going to have this collective, this life of, of empowered people um, that know how to overcome anxiety. And eventually my goal, I might not see it in my lifetime, uh, but my goal is to, to stop suicides in time. And the only way to do that is, is knowing and understanding why you're feeling what you're feeling. I believe there's a free, uh, free PDF that they can download, right? Absolutely. If uh, you go on my link to bio, or if you go on my website, marcellabasa.com at the top of the page, there's a free I give three simple things you could do to remove overwhelm. The very first step to, uh, to you know, feeling stressed out and anxiety and depression, all of that is you're overwhelmed. So I, I'm, I give I give three free uh, easy steps. So it's a download, a free PDF download on that. And you could do that, like I said, on my bio or on my link tree. That's uh, wonderful. That's great. You're on Clubhouse in the Emotion Club, and the room is called Your Body Keeps Score. Can you explain to our listeners what that room title means? Absolutely. It, it's, um, I, yes, Clubhouse, uh, one of my favorite places to share my message. Um, in the, the Emotion Club is one of the clubs that I belong to. I also belong to Holding Space Club. I have my own club, um, also the, um, the Empowered Life Club. But in this one room that I have, I, I believe it's on um, Tuesdays or it might be Thursdays, but I have the same same room, uh, Tuesdays or Thursdays at 2 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. And what that, that room is about is helping people understand that when you don't process your emotions, when you hold on to the memories and the resentments and the pains and the hurts from the past, they do affect your body physically. Not only do they affect you emotionally and mentally, they affect you physically. This is where ailments come from. This is where fibromyalgia comes from. This is where cancers start to develop. Uh, the energy of the traumas, they tend to stay in certain body parts. Um, it's, it's, a, it's a holistic way of healing. Um, and what we do in that, in that clubhouse room is we give resources, we give tools, we give um, strategies to be able to overcome uh, anything that you're feeling. Uh, you know, knowledge is power. People say, no, it's not. Yes, it is. Knowledge is power as long as you implement what you're learning. And so understanding that's our, our key uh, or our goal is to make sure that we're giving the knowledge that we know. There's a, there's a, um, a, a, a Angela, Maya Angelo, she's a poet. She's, yeah. you know, she's passed on now, but um, there was something that was very profound that she said one time and she says, as you learn, teach. And so I took that to heart. And as I learn something, I do it on myself. I see an outcome, I see something that's working. I'm gonna share it to, on the mountaintops to help people empower their lives and live better lives. So that's what we do in that club. In that, in that Great, room. and you're in other clubhouse rooms as a guest moderator. And I feel that many of the moderators are connecting and supporting each other with their wellness businesses. And do you feel good about how that's working for you? And have you made many new connections for yourself on clubhouse also? Yeah, absolutely. What I found with Clubhouse is you have to be, you have to discern the rooms that you're in because there's a lot of people on there that are calling themselves coaches and trainers and, and you know these uh, speakers, but they're still going through it. 
they're still going through the trauma. They're still going through the, the um, you know, helping themselves. And so I love to learn from people that have already experienced it, that have the wisdom that I can learn from. I love that, but not while you're going through it. So it's super important to already come out of it and have, have sustainable be sustainable in how you're feeling. And, you know, if it, so for me in Clubhouse, I'm very selective on who I follow, who I listen to, and who I collaborate with. And so for me, collaborating with um, the people that I have collaborations with is, is, is set in, in that belief is that they know what they're doing. They've been uh, sustainably maintaining their wellness for years. And, uh, and now they're teaching from that. So absolutely, the collaboration has been fantastic. I'm so impressed with how much time all the practitioners give, the advice they give, a lot of free, wonderful advice. It is. It's a fantastic app. Um, I, I even go in there for business advice. There's one room called the Million Dollar Room, uh, how to run a million dollar business. I, I put together a sales page from one room. I sat there for five hours as people were you know sharing their advice, these these people that have successful businesses and I learned so much from them. So it, it's a fan, if you're l wanting to learn something new, I think it's definitely a fantastic place to be as long as the moderators are, are, you know, know what they're saying, I guess. But um, another thing too, with the clubhouse is that I've made connections with people that I never would have thought I would have made connections with. Um, I went into a room in the first week that I was on clubhouse. I didn't know what it was about. Um, I was part of this uh, success.com Success Magazine, they have this uh, stand-up every morning where the, the CEO of Success, um, Glenn Stanford and Don Hobbs, you know, they coach us. And so they're like, hey, head over to Clubhouse. So I just jumped in. I don't know what I was doing. And from there, in the first week, I think it was my second room, I just shared from my heart what, you know, what I wanted to share the message was. And um, I was able to now be a part of of this group that success.com is putting together to, uh, to, to elevate the minds of women speakers. And so from that one clubhouse room, I, I'm now a part of this amazing group of women who are gonna change the world through Success Magazine and success.com. So it's been super awesome. And we should tell the listeners, that's how I met you. That's how I yeah. found you for this podcast. Yeah. yeah. Thank you so much. Yeah. Um, changing the subject slightly, um, and looking at the pandemic, many people lost loved ones during the pandemic, and it was quite upsetting and depressing for them. And they found that they had to not only deal with the grief, but then dispose of things like clothes and other belongings, which can add to that depression and very sad times. What do you recommend for them? That's a fantastic question. <laughs> I have a unique perspective on the pandemic. Um, I, I, um, for people, well, to me, that's just grief, a big, heavy load of grief. Because to me, if I were to put myself in the position of someone that lost somebody over a virus that could have been prevented or could have been, you know, cured or whatever, you know, way they want to look at it, I think the grief would be double. But this is what I can share is what I know about grief is this. It's their emotions that still need to be processed. Their, their feelings that still need to be let out. Their sadness that needs to be expressed. But what I have found with grief um, is that if I stay stuck in sadness, because there becomes this component of guilt, 
it's almost like survivor's guilt. Military knows it very well, um, where we feel guilty that we're still alive and they've since deceased, especially if they were younger than you. Oh my gosh, I could just imagine that. And so it's really important to make sure that we're still processing and expressing the emotions that we're feeling of whatever the losses were in the in 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 um, in your life. But the problem what that happens with grief is people stay stuck. So I had a client one time, this is not pandemic wise, but I had a client one time who was stuck in grief for 15 years because her husband died 15 years prior, suddenly of a heart attack and left her with so much turmoil, so much financial loss. He had a business. It just, it was the most emotionally traumatic event of her life, but she stayed stuck in anger because she was felt guilty expressing the anger that she had towards her husband. She wanted to say, I'm not going to cuss and say what she said, but she was, she had to let it out and just say, you jerk, why'd you leave me? Like she had to give herself permission to feel the anger, which is one of the steps of grief and be able to express it. And so with the pandemic and all that's been going on, I think it's super important to make sure that we're expressing that we're feeling, um, that we're controlling our thoughts in the beginning of the pandemic. Oh gosh, I could, I could feel. So I tend to go through things and then I step outside myself to see what I'm thinking, what I'm feeling, because I can learn from that and then teach. Right. So in the beginning of the pandemic, I was watching my thoughts go berserk. I would just, it was just painful. And I had to bring it back down and say, no, my body is strong. My body is healthy. I did take care of, I'm into immunology. So I make sure that my immune system is healthy and strong and vibrant. And I take my minerals and eat healthy. And, um, but um, making sure that my thoughts weren't just running like a wild horse was super important. And my faith. If I didn't have God in whatever religion, I honor it, um, whatever word you want to put on that, but my word is God. If I didn't have God in the pandemic, um, I don't think I'd be as, as uh, uh, healthy minded as I am, I guess, you know, I don't know what other word to use, but uh, um, coming through it the way we came through it, very um, grounded and it was had to do with my faith. So that, that was a big part for me. Wow. Yeah. Really nice explanation. Thank you. And what advice would you give our listeners about modalities that they should consider for themselves or loved ones? Um, what do you mean by that? Well, like if you teach several different things, obviously they could come to you for the overall package, but when, when maybe they have a loved one that they are afraid is going to commit suicide, yeah. what, what would be some things they should be doing? So I think too many times people don't want to admit that their loved one is going through something. People don't want to see the reality of it. And so they look the other way or they don't see the seriousness of it. So I think the very first and, and most powerful is to see a therapist, see a psychologist, call the suicide hotline, find some resources, strategies. You know, I, I don't help people to the point of where they're already in the suicidal stage. To me, at that point, you might need some help from, from, from some uh, medication. You might need resources that I can't provide, but I think it's super important to know that there are resources out there and it's okay to ask for help. And number one is let them know they're normal because too many times we're not given hope. We're not giving hope. Doctors would tell me all the time, oh, you're gonna live this way for the rest of your life. There's no cure. I felt like I was crazy. And I wasn't, I was normal. 
I was normal because of the upbringing that I had got me to where I was at. And now I needed to express those, those pains and, and process those emotions. Well, great. Marcella, thank you so much for your wonderful advice and your wisdom and for being so positive and inspiring. For all our listeners, our guest today has been Maricela Abasta, a mental health advocate and suicide prevention expert. Please feel free to contact Maricela at, of course, look her up on Google and MaricelaAbasta.com. That's again, M-A-R-I-S-E-L-A-A-B-A-S-T-A.com. On Instagram at Marcella Abasta, YouTube, LinkedIn, Clubhouse at Mar Marcella Abasta. Am I missing anything? No, you got it all down so perfect. Thank you so much. This has oh. been super fantastic. I appreciate your time and uh, allowing me to share your, your podcast, share my message with your listeners. Oh, thank you. You've been Marcella. wonderful. And please follow us, Late Boomers, on Instagram. And feel free to contact us by going to our website, lateboomers.biz, and using the contact button there. Let us know what topics and people you want to hear about. We want to serve, entertain, and inspire you. Thanks again, Maricela. Thank you. Thank you so much. for joining us on Late Boomers, the podcast that is your guide to creating a third act with style, power, and impact. Please visit our website and get in touch with us at lateboomers.biz. If you would like to listen to or download other episodes of Late Boomers, go to ewnpodcastnetwork.com. This podcast is also available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and most other major podcast sites. We hope you make use of the wisdom you've gained here and that you enjoy a successful third act with your own style, power, and impact. Have you ever asked yourself this question, why is it so hard to make a buck? <laughs> I know I have. Hi, I'm Sandra Yancey, founder and CEO of eWomen Network. What I have discovered after going from the brink of bankruptcy to running a multi-million dollar award-winning business is this. You can't build a million dollar dream hanging around minimum wage mindsets. My mission is one million women entrepreneurs generating one million dollars in annual revenue. So here's what I've done. I've created the mother of all entrepreneur success programs that you can access online on your time. It's called Monetize Me Now. It's a seven module online course that is 100% my success formula, covering mindset, mission, management, motivation, marketing, and measure. Come on, take my hand and I'll show you the way to learn to earn flowing revenue for your business. Visit monetizemenow.com for details. Calling all speakers. eWomen Network has speaking engagements all over North America that must be filled. Are you a gifted messenger, author, expert, or successful entrepreneur that can help women entrepreneurs grow their businesses? Our mission is to help 1 million fulfilled women each achieve $1 million in annual revenue. If you're a speaker that can help women prosper, 
go to eWomenNetwork.com and sign up as a pro member of our Speakers Network. That's eWomenNetwork.com. Thanks for listening. This is the EWN Podcast Network.